This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What's up? This is Nick Bucks, the East Guard, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. All right, y'all, so we got a very special person in the building, Neek Bucks, jumping off the porch with us today. How do you feel? Good. I feel amazing. I'm I'm, I'm happy to finally be here. We are super excited to have you. So while you're in Atlanta, what have you been up to? I've been chilling. I've just been working. I'm out here for a day only. So, you know, I came out here to just promo my project and shit like that. Went to different radio stations, interviews, you know, just covering everything. Wow, so you managed to do all these press runs within a day. Yeah, I, I probably did, I want to say like 10, 11 in two days. Yeah, probably like 10 platforms. Yeah, I got here yesterday, and yeah, this is probably like my 10th thing doing, 10, 11, something like that. I, I lost count. Wow, so overall, how do you feel about the new year? Man, I feel good. It's a, it's a, it's a new year, um, new energy. You know, I'm vibrating high. You know what I'm saying? Like, so uh, I'm excited about this new year. I'm dropping my project this year. So, you know. And your project is executive produced by Hitmakers. Yep. So let's talk about that. Yeah, you know, um, Hitmaker, one of the hardest working producers in the game. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm glad he was able to come put his touch on his project. And shit about to be crazy. Now, um, with the producers that you work with, what would you say really made you want to just stick it out with Hitmaker? Um, it was something new. Mm-hmm. You know, it was something new. Um, I never worked with a producer of his caliber, you know, his status and everything he's done. I've never worked with nobody like that. You know what I'm saying? And it was something new. I just want to see where my sound could go. Right. You know what I mean? And I do want to take it back a little bit. I already know that you're from East Harlem. Yep. I did watch the interview. You talked about the diversity that is in with, within East Harlem. So from your experience, talk about what it was like for you growing up there. Um, growing up in East Harlem is, you know, to me, the best thing in the world. You know what I'm saying? Um, when people think about Harlem, they think about the west side of Harlem only. They don't know that it's a whole other side over there. That's what I was going to say. I never yeah. heard about the east side of Harlem yeah, you before. See? Now, like me, me being a spokesman, you know what I mean, and being from there, I always get on these platforms and I got to let people know because, you know, I'm, I, I wear this east side shit with pride. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, we just we, we, we more of a project based area. So the west, the west side of Harlem, it got projects, but they more like side blocks and cut blocks and shit like that. We more of, of projects. We all bunched up in like one area and shit. So, yeah, you know, everybody know each other over there. Everybody went to school with each other. You know what I mean? Everybody mother know each other mothers and, you know. Now, with you growing up, well, actually with your career popping off and you being from East Harlem, is there any other rappers that are coming up too or are you like the main one? Yeah, no, nah, it's a bunch of East Side rappers. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad you asked me that because I want to shed light on, you know, my side of town. You mm-hmm. got, you know, the riders. Um, Dada Dada, Pop Lottie, One Shot Deals, um, you got um, D Cash, Rally, it's a bunch of people. There's so many people I can sit up here and name, but we definitely got a movement over there, you know what I'm saying? And we coming, we coming. Now, looking mm-hmm. back into your career over the years, what would you say were like some major lessons that you've had to learn with the music stuff? 
Um, you know, just being able to reinvent myself, stay true to myself, you know, stay down, don't get discouraged. You know, music always change. Right. I'm more the kind of like real rap, you know what I mean? I, I'm in the, in the middle of the youth and the OGs, you get what right. I'm saying? So just, you know, being able to reinvent and, and stay in the mix and stay in the loop. Now, I know like you probably had to talk about drill a lot, but yeah. you did mention staying true to yourself. Mm -hmm. And you know, like the type of rap that you rap, not everybody can do that. So, right. you know, the biggest thing right now, of course, is drill. So I do want you to touch on like the importance of staying true, true to yourself, no matter what is trending with music. I mean, yeah, you definitely got to stay true to yourself. Just because you don't do drill, the type of music that these young youngins do, mm -hmm. don't mean you can't impact their life. You know what I'm saying? So me not being able to, not, I ain't going to say I'm not able to do it because I could do it if I want to, but me not stepping in that lane don't change the relationship I have with that, that genre or that lane. You know what I'm saying? Like, the young boys still fuck with me. They still want to jump on the shit I got going on, Pulse. You know what I mean? And yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm here with it. Right. I'm here with it. This is what they love me for. An interesting fact that I did get from one of your interviews was that you, you used to roll around with your dad when he used to sell old school uh, CDs. Yeah. So talk about that experience for you as a youngin. I mean, yeah, um, when I was a kid, probably like four or five years old, my dad, you know, used to take me everywhere. Him and my mom wasn't together. So, you know, um, me going over there with him for the weekend, we would bond over him selling music. So I, I got firsthand to get to see my pops hustle first. Forget music. I seen them be a hustler, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. stole out of me. And then the music came after that. So, you know, them experiences was great. I learned a lot from him, just spending all that time with him. You know what I mean? How to be a man, a hustler, a provider, you know what I mean? And that's why I got my first love for music type shit. Wow, that's so freaking dope. Yeah. Was there, okay, so with the old school CDs, was it just like R&B? Was it strictly hip hop? Um, nah, it was, it was um, R&B. He sold straight old music. Straight oldies, like really? no, no hip hop, no rap, no none of that shit. Dang. Okay, so do you think you would ever make like, you know, of course, like a rap album, but it's gonna have a lot of love up in there, like some R and B samples yeah. and shit like that. Nah, that's my favorite kind of vibe. I be on that. I be on that. <laughs> that's what I listen to. That's my vibe. I don't listen to rap. I don't like listening to rappers. You know, a lot of niggas be lying and shit like that. I don't be right. like, I don't be trying to feed my mind with that cap. You know what I'm saying? So. I know R&B, they not lying, they talking about love, they talking about real shit, like real experiences. Mm -hmm. So I just love that kind of music and shit more than rap. So hell yeah, to answer your question, I want to do a whole R&B vibe album type shit. Like, Look, I said this, yeah. I said it's time for the guys to start rapping about, we need romance rap again. Yeah. Like, that's what we need. Niggas too tough, right? <laughs> I be saying about these niggas, everybody too tough, everybody too gangster and shit. No, but you can pop it off though. Like, yeah, I am. See, I am. I'm saying it right here. I am. Period. <laughs> now, um, just going back, at what age would you say that you officially jumped off the porch? Um, I want to say, be honestly, 12. 12 years old is when I first jumped off the porch and, you know, start um, getting involved in activities, you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and, and being around the wrong crowd. You know, learning, learning from my mistakes, looking back at it now, learning, you know, learning my, from my mistakes type shit. But yeah, 12, that's when I seen everything. I kind of, I think I lost my virginity at that age. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, 12, for sure. Oh, wow. So at your young age, did you ever think that music would be such a big part of your life as far as you pursuing the career in music? I knew I was interested, but I didn't know that this was going to be, you know, what, what I wanted to do. 
Mm-hmm. I was interested, but I ain't I, I ain't know what the fuck I wanted to do to be honest. Really? Yeah, I I ain't, I ain't really have no I ain't think that far. I know you know when you young you you don't think that far. You just know you want to get you some money and shit like that. Right. But I ain't know it was gonna be rap. You know. Did you ever have like a little interest out of anything outside of music? Yeah, basketball. I think that's you know the typical dream. Yeah, were you playing basketball young... in school? Yeah, I was. I was. I wasn't all that, but you know. <laughs> I At least you can't shit. admit that you know. Hell yeah! <laughs> I started on my high school team before and shit like that, but right. I was like a good you know I played defense and shit. I was a good like role player. I was always I always had a soldier mentality. Mm-hmm. Like I was always a soldier, even on the court. You know what I'm saying? I might not be the guy, but I know my role. And that's important. That's one thing I learned from basketball was mm-hmm. just how to play my role. You know what I mean? Now, earlier you mentioned that you jumped off the porch at 12. So, you know, jumping off the porch and really like figuring life out on your own at a young age like that, was there any unlearning that you had to do when, once you got older? Um, so when I, when I say jump off the porch, I don't mean I, I, I went into the world and tried to figure out life. You know, mm-hmm. I always had my, my parents and shit and my life and shit like that. But, you know, um, 12, when I say 12, that's me going outside and, oh, yeah, and really, yeah. you know, getting some, you finally get some pussy, you poking it, you know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. you getting that little shit. But um, I, I want to say I figured life out on my own. I left the crib probably when I was like 17. 17, Yeah, okay. I left the crib and shit like that and just, you know, went from crib to crib, you know what I mean? And just really was out on my own, taking care of myself, not really asking for money no more and shit like that. Yeah. So... Now, with your career, what did your grind look like in your earlier days of just getting started? You said my what? My grind? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I want to say when I first started this shit, I was real, like, kind of consistent. When I started music, I used to push it out, like, every day. Every two, three days, I used to record a video, drop a video. I had um, my own personal cameraman. We used to work closely together and shit. So for me, it was just fun. Like, yo, nah, I fuck, let's just do it, shoot a video. You got the camera, bro. Let, let's let's work with this shit. And I just dropped so much shit that eventually people just was catching on to what I had going on and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what would you say really sparked your consistency like that in the beginning? Um, It was something that I loved to do. I was enjoying that shit. It mm-hmm. was like, it wasn't no thought to it. It wasn't like, yo, I'm, let me do this shit to get on. It was just more like I was having fun doing that shit. I enjoyed, um, you know, selling my little crack, my little weed, making a few dollars and going, getting on a train and going to pay for the studio. It just felt like a responsibility. I don't know. And yeah. I just fell in love with that grind, just doing that shit and getting the results. So. When do you feel like the consistency kind of, I don't want to say fall off, but more so it kind of, you know, kind of took a pause a little bit. Um, what? As far as your consistency with dropping out, dropping music like every day. Um, when it, the business part, you know that shit always. You know yeah. when you get too involved with the business part, that shit make it kind of make you lose like a little it, love it and takes taste the for the shit. Out of it. Yeah, because it's like now, now you made it to this point where people were willing to pay for your shit. Like you get what I'm saying. So it's like you just being so strategic on how you drop. You want to make sure you're giving them the best product. You know what I mean? It's like I always take it back to the streets and shit. You know, when you got the, the best shit on the block, you know what I mean? People gonna come for that. So you just being more strategic and you know, it just, you, it, you take your foot off the gas a little bit just to make sure that product is good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's when the consistency stopped, when it turned to business. Have you had to deal with a lot of politics throughout your career? Mm, not that I know of. 
mm-hmm. probably behind my back. I think I always came off as I was um, already already polished and had it going on. So yeah. a lot of people like never really gave me the help and looks that they were supposed to give me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I always looked like I had it going on and shit like that. But politics, probably not that I know of. Right. Probably shit happening that I don't know about. But nah, not personally. How many no's would you had to would you say you had to hear with your career? I, I still hear no. Like, I still hear no. You always gonna hear no. Right. So it's no. I don't really have an answer. I've been hearing no my whole shit. Like, <laughs> you always gonna hear no. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until they start saying yes, 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 yes. It's gonna come a point in time where it's not gonna be no. But I still hear no. We still on full ground mode. Now, do you feel like you get your proper recognition when it comes to your music? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> I'm not going to so. lie. Like, when I went nah. through your catalog, I, I had to go deep diving through your catalog. When I went yeah. through your catalog, I was like, damn. Like, yeah, you know? I, for me, my, I'm sorry to cut you off. For me, it's something that, like, people not going to understand really till later. Like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm talking some shit. Like, I'm really, like, 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 dropping some shit on you if you listen. You get what I'm saying? And... This day, niggas don't want to listen. You know what I'm saying? But I think as I keep going and keep going and it catch when people, more people catch, they're going to be like, oh, shit, where the fuck you been? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, hell no. Not yet. I don't get that credit I deserve, but it's definitely coming. I'm one of them ones. Yeah, you know what? You're so right. Like, you know, I think this... I think we're in an era where we're taking in a lot of content, like we're taking in a lot of different artists. It's just a lot. It, it could be a little overwhelming a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I feel like it's literally, honestly, I see it coming real soon. I see your recognition coming yeah. real, real soon. Yeah, thank you. No, you're welcome. That. For sure. So I do know that you did have to go through um, a headshot being mm-hmm. shot in your head. Yeah. So with that situation, did it change your perspective on life? Um. Yeah. You know, it made me take um, life more serious. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um. At the time, I was young. When you're young and you and, and, and you and shit like that, you don't really like. It's, it's, it don't really dawn on you. You know what I'm saying? How important life is and shit like that, mm-hmm. and how blessed I am. You know what I mean? Um. So now these days, like as me being an adult, I don't take I don't take life for granted. I know I could have lost my life years ago. You know what I'm saying? So I, I value this shit. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely. And your niece that is on your chain, you know I mentioned earlier, I was like, oh yeah. my God, she's so pretty. Um, uh-huh. What was the significance with that chain in specific? Um, my niece, she passed away from cancer and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, she's younger than me. That was like my, um, it's my heart. That's my youngin'. You know how you got like your little brothers and your little sisters and mm-hmm. they kind of keep you in the loop and shit like that. Like, that's what that was for me. You know what I'm saying? So. I just keep it where I go, just, you know, for the memories and shit like that. Right. Well, yeah. I'm glad that you're pushing through, though. Hell yeah. Nah, and sure. you know what? Uh, speaking of cancer, like, I was going back and doing some research, and they were talking about how, like, colon cancer was going to be the one to, like, wipe, like, the younger generation because of the food we eat. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was so off topic, but. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, that's a, that's a good topic, though, you know? Yeah. That's good to talk about because we definitely got to spread taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody on drugs, everybody high, everybody on lean, everybody on perks and shit, everybody smoking weed, everybody just in the matrix on Instagram. People be forgetting to take care of themselves. Damn. That shit true, though, that we, we that shit going to wipe us out because we, niggas, don't go to the doctors. I, I'm on my block, it's four, five, six niggas that ain't go to the doctor in <laughs> two years. You get what I'm saying? Like, they don't know what's wrong with them. Yeah. And nobody take care of themselves these days. This should be real. 
damn you just really make me think about a lot because we are really living in a matrix like everything yeah. is so repetitive everything is in the matrix people don't like it's people who don't wash their ass every day so you think you think brush their teeth i know niggas who get up and go outside so you think like if you do that <laughs> if you do that you're definitely not going to get yourself checked out right you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you're not going to check on your kidneys your liver how your, your, your heart like you know what i'm saying like this should right. be real everybody just gone mm-hmm. or now getting back into the music i know you dropped neighborhood hove in 2021 and you dropped that was it like when we were still kind of in the pandemic right yeah working on a project while all of these things were going on around you what was that like um i actually recorded that whole project during the pandemic everything all the businesses were shut down Mm -hmm. um we kind of snuck and opened the studio we we had our own studio so we was kind of sneaking closing the gate how was y'all able to uh get how was y'all able to do that so you know we we had the keys Uh you know what i mean it is our home studio it's ours so you know we was able to go in there close the gate down you know what i mean nobody know we was in there and shit, that was like one of the like some of the best times in my life because really? we was always together. Me and the guys was always together. You know what I'm saying? All the rappers who, because like I, I started to get the features at the end mm-hmm. like when, when people were starting to move around a little bit. Everybody would come pull up on me and that shit was a dope ass project. Well, and you know what I did also notice that you don't really have a lot of features. Yeah, nah, on that, on that I do. But I don't fuck with features like that. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, the only time I get features is if it's real. I ain't mm-hmm. I ain't one of them. Like I ain't on no nigga hills about no feature. Like fuck you, I'm dope. Like I ain't. <laughs> if it ain't that, we ain't doing it. Like, right. Yeah. Now this new project though, is there any feature that you could give away? I could give away all of them. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna let you just do one because I don't want you to spoil it for the people. All right, bet we got um, Wiz Khalifa. Oh shit. Yeah. Did you get to smoke with Wiz? Hell yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, how was that? What I want to ask, like, how did you even think to put Wiz on the project? Um, cause you know Wiz is one of the guys who he don't you don't put him in no category really. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like everybody fuck with Wiz. You know what I mean? And his energy is great, and that's what I thought of. I got it. The song is like Bobby is real, like you know, uppity, and it felt good. Mm-hmm. So you know, I had to get my boy on it. Now, in 2022, uh, why would you say there wasn't a project that was out? For me, mm-hmm. um, 2022 was like a bad year for me, kind of. Mm-hmm. I took a lot of losses. Um, I started first of all. I started my year off on house arrest. Like I couldn't even go out for for New Year's. I was in the house, you know with the family and stuff like that. Um, I just needed, you know, I dropped singles, but I, for 2022, I just needed time to like, really just get my mind right and shit and mm-hmm. record this project that I'm about to drop. So yeah, it was just more of a, you know, rebranding thing and rebuilding a reset. Now with you taking some time out in 2022, I guess I would like to go back into as far as like your thought process and like just your strategy of how you were how you would be like okay the stuff that's going on in 2022 like i'm not gonna let that happen in 2023 yeah um just 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 knowing like you just gotta know that you want better for yourself though you know what i'm saying it's like you know i ain't trying to be on house arrest again you know what i mean you gotta learn from your mistakes and shit like that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying shit happened but 
I just want this year to be my best year. I just want more money and success. Like, fuck the bullshit. Like, for <laughs> real, for real. Like, all that shit is irrelevant. Like, I ain't even knowing that. I'm trying to go up. Like, this shit real. We running out of time. No funny shit. Damn. <laughs> nah, it's nah, real. you really got me reflecting during this interview. It's kind of like I don't even want to ask questions. I just want to let your mind just like flow free yeah. of like, honestly, everything. What has been on your mind? What's everything that's been on your mind? Um, you know, being a better person, just being a better me, just learning how to like be kind to people and shit like that. I'm super standoffish. Like, I don't, I don't like, you know, I'll be in my own little bubble and shit like that. But yeah. I'm just learning to be more kind to people, you know what I mean? Treat people how I wanted to be treated. You know, watch what I say, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you put out here is what you get, you know what I'm saying? And I, I believe I was put on the earth to be a teacher, you know what I mean? Like, so when you a teacher, you got to watch what you teach, you know what I mean? Like, right. so that's the vibe I'm on right now. I'm just on bringing some real shit to the game right now with, with this shit been missing. From now, a young nigga, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. From a young nigga, like, they get, they, everybody get this game from niggas who old and shit like that. No disrespect. But, yeah. But I think this generation needs, you know, people like you who are coming in to spread, spread the realness because, like you said, we're living in a matrix. Social media has a facade behind it to where, you know, shit ain't really what it seems. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the ones that do preach the, the real, it always takes them a little longer. It do. It do. But I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with that. Like Nip say, it's a marathon. So I'm cool with that. As long as while I'm here... I, I, I do what I'm supposed to do. You get what I'm trying to say? All that shit going to follow up. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's a process. I know what I'm doing is good. I know I'm doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, when you're doing the right thing, that shit catch up to you. When you're doing the wrong thing, that shit catch up to you, too. It go both ways. So, you know, I just continue to do me. That's it. Now, with you being standoffish, where would you say that probably comes from? Just your personality? Yeah, I don't like letdown. Uh, yeah. I don't like nobody to let me down. I'm pretty sure you feel that way. I, everybody feel that way, though. Yeah. Yeah. So my, some people just act on it. I act on it. I don't like being <laughs> let down. Really, like, you put yeah. too much on somebody, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you trust somebody to be a certain kind of way, and they not. It's a letdown, you know what I mean? So that's where my standoffish come from. So what would you say it really was to where it clicked in your head? Like, you know, I got to be a little bit nicer. I got to be a little bit more open. Having a kid. You know, having a child, you gotta treat, I gotta treat my daughter how I'm going with her husband to treat her. You know what I'm saying? Can so, you repeat that again? That was... <laughs> I gotta treat my daughter how I want her husband to treat her, you know, or whoever she deal with. It don't gotta be one person if she deal with every, anybody she come across, I want them to treat her how I treat her. You know what I'm saying? So I set that standard and that's where that kindness and shit come from. Just You know what, sometimes yeah. I feel like men that do have daughters who aren't actively like you know actively in their daughter's life they don't be seeing shit like that like how you just said you treat your daughter the way you would want her husband to be treated like mm-hmm. that is such an important yeah. topic 100 percent, yeah for sure for sure you know um a lot of like like social media social media and shit it, it kind of dictate the world right now mm-hmm. so you know when your kid grow up she's gonna have a phone she's gonna be able to see these things so i feel like Men that got daughters, they got to be like real on it. You get what I'm saying? And let them know that that shit fake. This how somebody's supposed to treat you. This how you're supposed to carry yourself. You know what I'm saying? Get your own money. You don't need no nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? You ain't, don't, 
your, 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 your pocketbook. I, that's what I call my daughter, her, like the vagina. I tell her pocketbook. Yeah. I don't, I don't say that's what I, but you don't use that to get no money. You know what I'm saying? That's not what that's for. You feel me? Like, and you just know your worth. I teach my daughter that for, she know her worth. Now you did just drop your visual 2023. So talk about it. Yeah, that was just 2023, my last release before I dropped my album, Bless to the Max. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just a recap. That's how I'm feeling for the year. You know, everything I'm saying on there is I'm setting the tone for my year. You get what I'm saying? Like, and that was just my last little independent real quick drop. We pushing on, but blessed to the max now. It's my, this project, this project, this project. Like, that's, that's all I'm thinking about. Like, this shit got to work. You get what I'm saying? Right. I'm on it like that. And you know what? The visual, I really liked it because it was, like you said, it was like a stamp of how you finna come. And I feel like it was mm -hmm. kind of like a manifestation mm -hmm. type of video. And you could correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm set to toe. Even if you look at the visual, it's just a recap of everything I've of been everything doing. You've been, yeah. Just working hard. That's all I've been doing is just working. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. That's what I showed in the video, just me working. Now, Hell with yeah. this new project, how long did you spend on it? Oh, yeah. This shit took a whole year. Really? Probably a little bit more than that. But, yeah, just, you know, in and out, deleting songs, keeping songs, recording, recording, recording. Then it came down to this last 14. And that's what we're doing. What would you say this one means to you? Um, this is growth. For me, this is growth. Um, mm -hmm. This project for me is, you know, I, I was able to travel and record this shit. You know what I mean? Um, uh, it mean a lot to me because it just show how far I came. That's all this symbolizes is just how far I came. And, you know, I ain't banking on this to be my, my um, older one, one and done. Now nah, I'm going to keep going. This is just let y'all know I'm here. Like, this is what we doing. This is what we got going on. This shit hot. Like, for real. And we just going to elevate from here. And what well, inspirations would you say you really pulled from with this project in specific? Myself. I, this, the inspiration for this project comes from myself, for real though. Just my learning myself, the journey, this new journey I'm on. So I'm inspired, I, I inspire myself. Like I ain't get no inspiration, this shit straight from me. Or, you know what? You so, might need to do a little podcast or something. You think so? Yeah, I think you should. Oh, man. Or like a vlog or some type of something. I know, right? I, I, when I get on the gram and I talk real shit, I get a lot of engagement. That's I know a lot. I'm, that's what I'm I know saying. A yeah, I, I, think I, could, I think I could heal the world. I think you could too. No, nah, for real though. I really mean that. I really think so. I think I could heal the world. I think if they live, people listen. Shit, I can heal the world. Now, before we wrap up, what do you feel like your purpose is with your music career? To be a teacher. Sure, my purpose in this shit is to be teaching, bring that realness, that authenticity, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, to show people that, you know, real people can win, real people can win, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, don't lock yourself in a box. My music, different cadences, different flows. I'm singing, I'm real rapping, I'm auto-tune, I'm tapping into different lanes, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just bringing versatility, I'm bringing, you know, realness, just, you know, that feel. Word. Now, I need you to pop all your shit because February 10th is coming up. February so. 17th, Blessed to the Max is dropping. The hottest shit in the world. Make sure y'all tap in. Make sure y'all fuck with me. I'm a real nigga. Neek Bucks, follow me on everything. I'm all over the place, all over, everywhere. February 17th, Blessed to the Max. Make sure you look very light. Yeah, come for a bit, they catch me 